This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stefan Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. And today's feminist around the world. Yes, we are here. Uh, we are talking about feminist political activist and engineer. I feel like that's important to add because she is an engineer, Amara Asman Hamed. Um, and of course, I'm just going to put that caveat. We're doing our best with the uh, pronunciations. If you have a correction, please let us know. Mm-hmm. And we'll give you information on how to do that later. Ha! Huh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I will say most of the articles that we read, uh, they reference her as Amara Asman. So Hamed is not often used, but we are going to refer- reference her as Hamed because that's how I found her. Just with that as well. Mm-hmm. So Hamed is a Sudanese wo- women's rights activist and has been under scrutiny under the current and previous regime for her stance on women's rights and just in our activism. In 2022, she was arrested and detained for her activism, but was released later. Uh, she is still subjected to prosecution by the government, according to different reports. I'm not exactly sure as to what. And I will say most of the reports and information we've gotten are from 2022 or earlier. So I'm not really sure where she's at today. I think that needs to be said. We know there's a big war happening and a lot of uh, dangerous situations, especially for a lot of the activists there, um, which is also why we're talking about them. So if someone on here may know more information or more updated information, please let us know. But we don't want that to stop us from celebrating what she's already done. Um, So she was born in 1976 uh, and studied computer engineering, and her activism began at an early age. In an interview with the Nobel's Women's Initiative, she talks about her time in high school and her refusing to follow something that she didn't believe in and how she felt supported by her mother and her family. She talked about knowing she couldn't let herself be forced by others, and she said this, Looking back at it, if I did, I would have been broken for the rest of my life. The article continues on. It was 1992 in Sudan under the authoritarian regime of Omar al-Bashir. Though she had joined the Democratic Front at school, 
Amara was more interested in sports than activism until that night. A snowball of anger was born inside me. That anger has spurred Amara for three decades to campaign against authoritarian and military rule for democracy, freedom of speech, and assembly, and to challenge patriarchal laws in Sudan that deny dignity and restrict women's freedom. And again, with all of this, she has had the support of her family. She talked about her mother's support for her involvement with different protests. Uh, She said, whenever I went out in a protest, my mother always used to tell me, don't let them terrify you. Don't let the military and Al-Khazan or Islamists terrify you. Stay together. You're stronger when you're together. I miss her so much. Uh, And with those words, uh, Osman has actively been fighting for equal rights in her country for decades. In 2002, she was arrested for daring to wear pants. Then later in 2013, she was detained for refusing to wear a headscarf. I believe she also was again arrested in 2020 for wearing pants and then once again for refusing to wear a headscarf. And she has repeatedly been arrested, threatened and detained. um, And she is disabled believe uh, her back. Um, And even during this time, they still mistreated her and abused her. Uh, She has gone on hunger strikes and protests and called on the world to see what was happening to her community. And in 2009, she, with a group of Sudanese people, started the No to Oppression Against Women's Initiative. Here's some information from peaceinsight.org. No to Women's Oppression Initiative was established in 2009 in the aftermath of increased police and security harassment against women in Sudan. In particular, the initiative was sparked by the incident of police forces arresting Sudanese female journalist Lubna Hussein for wearing trousers and accusing her of a violation of the Sharia-based Public Order Act. In response to that incident and several other women rights violations, women activists in Sudan organized to fight against the public order law and unlawful abuses against women in Sudan. The No to Women's Oppression Initiative was formed to advance cooperation and solidarity through collective response to violations of women's rights in Sudan and fight all kinds of abuse facing women because of their gender. Right. And it should be noted that uh, during this time, women were being flogged for violating these laws. Amara herself was threatened with uh, being flogged for refusing to wear a headscarf. I believe the human rights uh, organization actually stepped in to prevent that from happening because there was a huge outcry around the world when they found out about the sentencing. But it still occurs. And so that same uh, site peaceinsight.org continues on. Their team monitors the women's human rights violations in the country, particularly the incidents of public order, law-based police violence, violations of rights in Sudan's conflict regions, and other unlawful violations against women. They take immediate actions, supporting and standing with victims of incidents reported through our monitors. And this is about that organization. Continues on, the initiative organizes advocacy campaigns supporting victims through protests during the court hearings, press releases, and reports. They also conduct outreach and workshop empowering women to exercise their right and resist the unjust laws. They provide volunteer lawyers to present victims in court and support their cases. They also conduct fundraising with their network to provide any financial requirements to certain cases. They also visit prisons and monitor the situation of women, particularly the victims of public order law, such as local alcohol brewers and tea sellers. And with all of her amazing work, she still talks about solidarity and kindness. She is quoted as saying, When the accident happened, I was paralyzed in my bed. 
the love and the solidarity that I felt during this period of my life from my friends and family and even people who I didn't know is heartwarming and showed me what the Sudanese people are made of. I remember on a rainy morning, a distant relative of mine who I had never met came from a different city. He said he wanted to pray Al-Fayyir. And apologies if I got that wrong, just let me know. In our home because it's a blessed time and the prayers are answered. I will never forget this. This is what keeps me going and motivated. The Sudanese people deserve to live with dignity and freedom. In 2022, she was awarded the Frontline Defenders Award for Human Rights Defenders at Risk. And here's what they wrote about her and their release. Nevertheless, Amara never deterred from her mission and actively participated in peaceful demonstrations, disregarding her personal safety to stand at the helm and bring forward such progression. Right. And... We want to end with her own words for solidarity. She says, let us unite for our rights, for our dignity, for our free will, for a peaceful world. Let's unite to defend our causes all over the world, to condemn the violence against women under the name of customs, traditions, and religion. Let's make our main course of action so that every human can live with honor and dignity. And again, we don't have a lot of updates necessarily. I do know that the organization tried to hold a protest, but was uh, stopped by the government and regime in August of this year. There's a lot happening. There's a lot happening all over the world. And we definitely want to keep looking and talking about the people who have been working so hard and so desperately to create equality and honestly just safety for themselves and their people. So again, with all of this, if you have people we should highlight or information, or if you have someone that you want to write about, Wonderful. And we can read it for you even better <laughs> because it is. There's a lot of stuff going on. And to try to find the best information, the most updated information can be difficult mm-hmm. as they are in a difficult situation. Yes, absolutely. And yes, if you would like to contact us about any of that, you can. You can email us at stephanieandmomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at momstuffpodcast or on Instagram and TikTok at told you. We have a tea public store and we have a book that you can get wherever you get your books. Uh, thanks as always to our super producer, Christina, our executive producer, Maya, and our contributor, Joey. Thank you. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff on Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. Tennessee just sounds perfect. Whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.